Welcome to Mind and Heart, a podcast by Trinity Christian School in Fairfax, Virginia. In this space, we explore our calling to raise up the next generation to be salt and light in the world. Hello, and welcome to Mind and Heart, a podcast by Trinity Christian School. I'm your host, Joe Wilbur, and today I'm sitting down with TCS graduating senior David Crouch. Like all our upper school students, David is required to complete 40 hours of community service per year. While these service hours are commendable, it is his seemingly natural heart for service toward his peers and community in his everyday life that make him stand out from the crowd. Those who know David describe him as a humble yet strong leader amongst his peers, who emulates servant leadership from a quiet confidence, often serving behind the scenes and seldom taking the spotlight. Today, David will talk to us about what it means to have a heart of service, and why it is so important to serve those around us as Christians. For those who don't know you personally, can you start just by telling us a little bit about yourself, David? Yeah, so obviously, uh, my name is David Crouch. Um, I'm part of a military family, so uh, we move probably about every other year, um, and this is the most recent station. So I've been at Trinity for two years now, um, and... Probably one of the things I love most is just sports. I'm a very competitive person, um, so just anything outdoors, any sort of competitive game with friends is probably what I like to do the most. Already we have a lot in common. I'm also from a military family, although I'm the youngest of three, so by the time I came around, we had kind of my dad got out of the military. We stopped moving around so much, but um, that's awesome. Well, we've loved having you for these last two years, and um, how have you found your Trinity experience in these last two years? Uh, I've definitely enjoyed it a lot. Um, I've actually felt like Trinity was the most welcoming school I've been to. Um, So this is my third high school. And usually when you go somewhere, everybody else kind of already has their own little groups because they've known each other since, you know, fourth grade. And so it's usually a little bit more difficult to find a good group and sort of feel like you're actually a part of that group. But I've felt like here at Trinity, everybody's been very welcoming, teachers, students, all the faculty. So that's been very enjoyable. That's so great. I'm always so glad to hear when students say that. And I will say I've also been here now for two years and I've had the same experience. Everyone's been so welcoming. Um, so that's always great to hear that. I would love to hear, you know, how are you getting your service hours, maybe in a more formal community service setting, but also how do you think you sort of live out a lifestyle of service just in how you are with your peers and people around you every day? Yep. So I did the summer camp um, at Trinity here, and I really loved that, Uh, just being able to spend a lot of time with all the kids, uh, help out with games, you know, story time. I helped out with both uh, kids in kindergarten and then also in the older grades. And I also help out with the sixth graders and the fourth graders here. So during my study halls, I probably should be using it for studying and getting homework done, but I like to go into the gym and just kind of play the games with the kids, get to know them uh, a little bit better. And then obviously with uh, the seniors here at Trinity, we have our adoptive classes, so it's fun to uh, get to hang out with them and just get to know them. That's great. So when you join the kids, is that during their PE class with Mr. Phillips? Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. I bet they love that. That's awesome. So do you like particularly like working with kids, would you say? Again, just sort of like the atmosphere, like the competitive atmosphere of um, just like playing games. And I mean, they really look up to us. So it's nice to, you know, like really feel appreciated and I don't know, just be able to help them out a lot. So what are some other ways or are there other ways um, kind of, 
I guess I'm thinking in your daily life and even just how you treat the people around you that emulate service. Yeah. So I think one of the things that I'm particularly good at that God's given me the ability to do is uh, just be like a good friend. Um, so I try to make sure whether it's in person at school or, you know, sending a text or some other uh, social media, I try to make sure that all my friends like hear from me every day and get asked about their day. So if I'm not actually able to interact with them at school, you know, just do things, ask about what they're doing on the weekend, how school's going, then I like to send them like a quick little message, just ask them about their day. So they'll, you know, talk to me about it because I don't really know if everybody necessarily has somebody to do that for them. So that's one of the things that I like to do for them. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it seems like such a small thing, right? Just asking someone how they are or, hey, how'd that Tesco the other day? But those are the things that really show where your heart is. It really shows what you're thinking about, that you're not just thinking about yourself. You're thinking about the other person. And, hey, you remembered that they told you that they were taking a test. or You remembered that they were having a rough day yesterday and now you're checking in. And I think those things are huge. They make absolutely all the difference. Um, so that brings me to my next question, which maybe you've kind of just spoken to. But as we were looking to identify a senior to talk to about service, we were asking a lot of people in your class, a lot of people in the senior class. And we kept hearing your name a lot, which is ultimately why you're here. But to what would you attribute that? Why do you think that amongst your peers that when they heard the word service, they thought of you? I think it might be um, for myself. I find a lot of joy in doing that kind of stuff. So like, you know, just helping them out, holding the door for my friends, you know, we'll laugh about it sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll hold the doors that actually stay open just so just so they feel like I'm doing something for them. Um, but I just I just really enjoy doing all that stuff, so it makes it super easy for me to do. Um, whereas maybe with some people, they're a little bit more uncomfortable having conversations with people um, or, I guess, I mean, not really putting yourself in the spotlight, um, but obviously you're going to be getting a lot more attention, um, and some people aren't necessarily comfortable with that. And so I just think that, you know, God's given me great joy with helping others. So it's easy for me to do. And uh, also with how I've grown up with my parents, sort of appreciative for everything we have, and definitely a lot of emphasis on giving to others, and just kind of helping out with them, because not everybody's got the same capabilities and abilities to do things. So yeah, well, I want to ask you more about that, because you describe service as something that really brings you joy, which I think that's a really lovely thing to say. Like, I think a lot of people wouldn't describe it that way. It's like, oh, I'm making this big sacrifice for other people, but you actually derive joy from it. So I'm wondering, does that come to you naturally or is that a discipline you've really had to cultivate in yourself? And I know you mentioned your family values play into that as well. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of both. I think it's something that God's given me from like the beginning, said that natural gift, but also I think it's definitely something I've worked on especially with moving a lot. Um, military, you know, you're always having to make new friends. So that's something I think I've improved on over the years as I've matured, um, just being able to be there for people and just getting better at being more welcoming. I guess I used to be maybe a little bit shy before, but again, with all the moving, I've had to learn to put myself out there. And I think it's a lot easier for somebody to approach someone or be approached by that person if you're kind of already putting yourself out there and sort of showing them who you are. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea of, I think often when we think of, you know, this idea of putting yourself out there or as I think you used the term earlier, kind of being in the spotlight, it's often thought of as a, ah, 
how would I describe almost an attention seeking or a self interested um, sort of approach to take. But the way that you're talking about it, it's really putting yourself out there for the betterment of others to help others um, to be of service. Hey, this is who I am. And what can I do for you? And how can I, you know, check in on you? And I just think that's a really beautiful quality. It's one that I don't think I necessarily naturally possess. And so when I see it in other people, it's very recognizable. It really stands out. You know, you mentioned your um, family kind of playing a role in this and the values. Um, I'm just wondering, are there specific examples you can give of that, of times when you've learned through your family experiences about serving and giving to others? Because I just think that's such a cool legacy for your parents to give you. Well, I think certainly things like monthly tithing um, to the church, you know, just always making it a point uh, to donate, not just money, but if there are like food drives or anything like that, you know, donate money, donate food and donate your time uh, to the church and sort of any service events. And then just things like helping out neighbors. Um, you know, we have a truck. So a lot of times people ask if they can borrow it or have us help them, you know, move for furniture or something like that. So I just think there are a lot of little things. And then obviously my parents have both worked hard to get to where they are. So I think they appreciate people that have helped them in their lives. And it's sort of just um, feels right to give back and and do what other people have done for us. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, if you have a truck, you're just asking to help people move. So that's on you guys. <laughs> no, but that's amazing. That's, that's an awesome way to help people out. And um, you're a big brother too, right? You have two younger sisters, you were telling me? Uh, I also have two older brothers. Two older brothers. So I don't know, how has your role as maybe both a younger brother, but also as an older brother, particularly to two young ladies, has service played a role in that as well in your position in your family? Um, well, I think this year's definitely been different because this is the first year with both of my brothers out of the house. Mm. Um, so I'm the only guy and simple things like driving them to school every day. Mm. So I guess just things like that, uh, planning with my mom, like who's picking up who and when, and just trying to make myself more available so they can do things that they want to do, whether that's stay for sports games or something else, um, just trying to make it easier on them, giving them more opportunities to do stuff, you know, because obviously they still have a couple more years of high school, but um, I still want them to be able to, I guess, do everything that they want to, especially with us moving, just really fulfill uh, all their high school wishes and just like live the year out the fullest, I guess. That's, I'm sure, such a huge blessing to them because I can look back on times when, you know, my older brother has come through for me and served me in ways. And sometimes I don't think the older siblings realize how big of an impact they have on the younger siblings. But it really is huge, especially an older brother, I think, to a, uh, a sister. It can make a really big impact. So from a biblical standpoint, uh, not to get too philosophical, but I would love to hear kind of how you would define service because we throw that word around a lot. Oh, I did a service project, service this, service that. Um, but really when we're looking from a Christian perspective and from a biblical perspective, what does it mean to serve others? Yeah, so I'd probably say like the most important thing is putting others before yourself because mm. um, there are a lot of different ways to serve, but in none of those cases are you the priority. So even though, like I said, for me, it brings me a lot of joy to do it, that makes it easier, but the intent behind it and the motive shouldn't be for that happiness for myself. Ultimately, I think it should be because you want to, you know, help them improve their state. Right. Um, and then 
just like the happiness that comes with that is just a nice bonus for that. Um, and obviously Jesus was a servant, you know, and he's king of kings, most glorious and holy person. And for him to come and say that he's here to serve other people, he's the only person that actually deserves everything. And so I just think that that's that's pretty awesome. And I think we should live by that. Yeah, well, that's a really good point. And, you know, I love what you said that service can bring us joy, but that's not the point of it. It's not to go out and, you know, volunteer at a soup kitchen during the holidays and feel really good about ourselves and then go back to our cushy lives and not care about anybody else. But it's really about no thinking about other pe- the other people first. And that's what the Bible talks about so often. I mean, there are so many verses um, that talk about that. Are there certain Bible verses that come to mind for you or that have been particularly poignant for you in your journey with service? Matthew twenty twenty eight talks about how, how Jesus comes down not to be served, but to serve others. And I just think you can always go back to that and just appreciate what he's done. And I think, at least for myself, it's encouraging. Obviously, we're supposed to be Christ-like, so serving is part of that. But just always remembering it doesn't really matter, you know, how well off um, you are or how much praise you think you deserve. You always need to find time to serve other people and to put them first and just help them out. This is actually something I've thought about a lot this year, um, just with the oral defense and um, I was captain on the baseball team this year and I just was really thinking about it because a lot of times when somebody's captain of a sports team that's sort of like a prestigious like high and mighty sort of thing yeah definitely they're leadership. getting all the praise yeah um, and yeah big leaders on the on the sports teams um, but all the best captains that I've had they've all put the team first. They haven't really cared about getting all the praise for being a captain. And I think you get like a pin at the end of the year, but nobody talks about that. And nobody, you know, sort of expects to be treated better than the rest of the team. Obviously they get more recognition that just comes with that. Uh, But all the best captains, the best leaders have really made it a point to emphasize the team as a whole and really take time to approach every every person on the team, make sure they're doing all right, make sure they feel like their voice is heard um, and speak on behalf of all of them, not just themselves. So I think at least on the sports field, that's probably been something really big that I've thought about this year. Yeah, well, it's almost like that's how you lead. That's the act of leading is helping in a way, helping others for the betterment of the team as a whole, because that's the goal, right? It's not just about you as a player. It's about, okay, as a captain of this team, my job is to make sure the team thrives. And in order to do that, you have to make sure the players are thriving. So it's all about service, serving others. I love that. Um, I'm totally putting you on the spot here. But are there like any anecdotes or specific examples of things on the team? Um, Obviously, you don't have to use names of specific players if you don't want to, but just kind of examples of that or ways that you you know, maybe have had gone out of your way in that position to help serve, you know, the broader team or a specific player. When a captain approaches a player, um, whether it's to motivate them if they're down, if they just messed up on a play um, or they're just having a bad day or to correct them on their behavior, both of those um, are really special because they're doing that. They really do care about the player. You know, I think they could care less um, what other people like, obviously other people aren't going to think poorly of them, um, when they're looking from a distance, but they want to go make sure that players, okay. Um, keep them in check, 
because they, they really do care about that, that person. They want their spirits to be lifted. Uh, they want them to improve their character because ultimately your character on the sports field is going to carry off into everything else you do. So if you don't have that strong sort of relationship and bond with your teammates and with your captain, um, it's just it's going to be really hard to succeed outside of that. Um, it's really important, the people that you put around you. I've had a lot of captains that have even called me out on stuff, um, and that's definitely been a big part, and my character's definitely matured from that. Yeah, you kind of have to swallow your pride, I'm sure, in that position where a captain's calling you out. It might be embarrassing, might be difficult, but ultimately you can look back and realize that really helped me, and that was an act of service that they did that for me. Um, it's like an accountability thing, right? For holding each other accountable. It might sting a little bit in the moment, but ultimately it serves everyone. Why do you think it's important, particularly for young people such as yourself, to be servant-hearted, to pursue service? I know I've been in a place where, if I'm being totally honest, I've thought to myself, well, what, what do I get out of this? What's in it for me kind of attitude? And I think especially for young people, it's easy to to think that way, even if we don't realize we're thinking that way, because maybe we are at that level where we have a lot of responsibility. And so it's kind of this what's in it for me mentality. Why do you think it's important for young people to break out of that mentality and, and pursue being service-oriented people? To be Christ-like. Ultimately, that's that's the goal, to, to live a life like him. Um, obviously, from a religious standpoint, there's so much more uh, to service. But even aside from that, I just think that it's a good habit to have. You know, service should be a really big part of everybody's lives. Um, they should try to make a point, sort of, you know, if it's not coming naturally to you to want to do it, um, just to discipline yourself to go out and do that. I'm not perfect about it either. I have to push myself, remind myself to, to keep staying strong because ultimately the reward is going to be well worth it. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting you mention which I think is very true that often when you go out of your way to serve other people, they in turn will serve you. They're like, oh, you have my back. Okay, I have your back, which is great. But even greater than that is that now you've influenced that person to to serve and they're going to influence their friends to serve and it creates a whole culture. So I went to JMU, go Dukes. Um, and a big thing there is we hold doors for people. So I know you mentioned holding doors. That's amazing. I immediately thought of JMU. But it's true. It really became the culture just because everybody knew that everybody else did it. So, hey, I don't want to be the one person not doing it, so I'm going to do it too. So it's almost like by serving, you're not only influencing maybe one other person or two other people, but you're influencing the whole culture, you know, of the school, of um, where you're going next year. Um, it can really be influential. And especially in positions of leadership, you have that opportunity to influence others. And, you know, working with little kids, they're going to see you serving them and serving other people. And they're going to want to be like you and they're going to start serving. So I think that's so encouraging just to think of the real impact that you can have because you're not just serving one or two people. You're serving through those people, thousands of people. So that was a tangent, but I think that's really inspiring and a really cool message. So if there are people listening to this podcast who maybe are feeling convicted, like maybe I am, that they're not serving in the way that they could be, what piece of encouragement would you give to them or a piece of advice maybe? Well, I would say, again, it's not going to come easily to everybody, especially at the start, but I would just try to put yourself in a position to to start doing that. So kind of what you were talking about at Jamie with the, the door holding, not everybody's doing it to be polite, you know, mm -hmm. um, not everybody's necessarily doing it as an act of service. 
Um, but like you said, they see everybody else doing it and it makes them want to do it. And even though the motive isn't necessarily the right thing, that's still going to look the same to the people that you're holding the door for. You know, they don't know that you're not doing it as an act of service, but you're still doing it for them. And so that's going to affect them a lot. So that sort of that motive is something that can be worked on. You know, if you create a good habit and you keep continuing that, ultimately it can change your heart. And so I would say, you know, just try to put yourself in positions to do that. Even if it's just as simple as trying to hold the door for people more often, you know, even if you don't want to, you're just going to have to discipline yourself and it can change your heart. It really can. And um, even if it takes a while, you're still influencing other people positively uh, while you do that. So just just trying to put yourself in positions like that. I love that so much. I think that's actually really profound, especially in the culture that we live in today. I think there is such a pervasive lie in society that everything flows from feelings. Whatever I feel, that's what I'm going to do. If I don't feel like it today, then I'm not going to do it. You do you, that whole thing. But I think it's so powerful to stand up against that and say, no, actually, I'm going to do this act of service even though I don't feel like it, even though it's not going to give me the warm fuzzies, even though I'm not going to get joy out of it this time. Um, Because let's face it, a lot of service is hard and you don't necessarily get the warm fuzzies. Like a lot of it really is straight up sacrifice. So I think when you talk about discipline, I think that's huge because if your heart's not there yet, well, all right, I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to pray for the Lord to work on my heart. And I think that's one of the reasons I really appreciate the service hour requirement Mm -hmm. at Trinity because, you know, whether you have 230 or only 40, um, even that those 40 hours for the person that didn't necessarily want to be there doing that, that's still 40 hours that they've been forced to help other people. And so ultimately, because service isn't about you, it's about the other people. I think that really just goes a long way. Yes, I love that so much. Well, I've got a bonus question for you that you didn't see coming. So earlier I asked you um, why you think your peers in your grade selected you to talk about this, but I didn't ask you how that made you feel. And I'm just curious. Yeah, so it was definitely a little bit surprising. Um, You're such a humble guy. Just because I don't really feel, you know, like I said, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. So it doesn't really feel out of the ordinary or anything like that. Um, It did make me pretty happy that people, I guess, notice that kind of stuff, um, even if I'm not really thinking about it. um, Because, you know, when I do sort of reflect on it, I am putting in a lot of effort. um, And so it's definitely nice to feel appreciated and um, hopefully... You know, other people will see that and when they're kind of thinking about it and they'll start doing kind of the same things and helping out other people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before I let you go, can you tell us a little bit about your plans for next year? Do you have what are you going to study? Where are you going? Yep. So I'm going to be going to Mississippi State uh, University and I'm going to be majoring in biology. That's a little bit subject to change. Uh, End goal is I'm going to take a pre-dental track. Um, so that's the plan as far as academics right now. I'm also working on trying to manage for the baseball team. I am probably going to join a couple clubs like FCA. Yes. Awesome. Um, Get involved. And I also plan on having hallway Bible study, um, just because I think it's really good to establish a strong relationship with both your roommate and your hallmates. Um, and hopefully, you know, most of them are Christian, but if not, Hopefully they still feel invited and welcome to join us. 
That is so amazing that you're doing that. You're definitely going in with a good mindset. I will tell you, when I went into college, I did not have that mindset. And thank the Lord, I was put in a room with a strong Christian who did take me to Bible study, and I could have just seen my life going in such a different direction. So you are there for a reason, you know? you're going to be that person for somebody else there. And that's really exciting. And we're going to be praying for you in your next chapter. And we just thank you so much for joining us today and talking to us about service. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Mind and Heart, a podcast by Trinity Christian School. For more information, visit us at tcsfairfax.org.